Hello everybody, I'm Luke, the Strip Club DJ, and welcome to episode two of One Two Review. This is a brand new podcast where me and my buddies Alex and Brandon explore and rate new movies. Our rating system is one of the simplest out there. If we didn't like the movie, we give it a one. If we did, we give it a two. We rate movies until we get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. That's about it. All right, let's kick the intro. One, two, so satisfying. Hey, boys. Hello. Hi. Uh, Brandon, how are you in New York? Oh, that's great, man. I'm actually wearing shorts, so that's rare. That's cool. Indoors? Indoors, yeah. Cool. Indoor shorts. Luke, Alex, how are you boys? We're good. We're good, I think. Oh, I guess I can't speak for Luke. I'm good. It's great. Kicked off the morning with a little Portland weather, and the uh, the the clouds have parted or whatever, and uh, it's great. There is this uh, weird guy kind of wandering around our neighborhood. I don't know what he's doing, but I've never seen him before. I'm kind of distracted a little bit, keeping an eye on this guy. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's in the neighborhood. He's just wandering around. He's been like in and out. We've seen him a couple of times going down the street. He's like, yeah, yeah, kind of like an Eddie Vedder type guy wearing long sleeve, like a CSU shirt. He's got a ponytail, big ponytail, ponytail. and um, like Tiva sandals and cargo shirts, shorts. Very descriptive. It's always interesting. Always interesting. We've got we've got a lot of stuff to review this week, though. So let's not get too carried away by strangers in our neighborhood. All right, whatever you want. You're the king. Uh, we're all kings in this castle, boys. <laughs> all right. Well, shall we get? Shall we get to it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to it. Um. Cool. This was a Luke, a Luke find. So we we are all subscribers to a thing called Indie Flicks, and it's a it's it's a bunch of things. It's like a streaming service. It's like a Netflix for indie films, but it's a streaming service. They also have a DVD kind of drop offy thing, uh, and they sometimes do live events that we get invited to because we're members. So uh, this was a Luke find or a Luke pick. This is a movie called Boulder Stronger. It's a, a climbing movie set in Colorado. Yeah, it's about. Um just like a group of climbers and uh, they just live the climbing lifestyle and something terrible happens on the rock one day. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the movie, the beach uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio movie from many, many years ago for me. Yeah. But it takes place in Colorado and on a singular rock in the desert, which Mm -hmm. is fascinating. Yeah, because normally these it's this group of like it's like a commune of climbers that live together in Colorado, and uh, a bunch of them are like stoners and they're hippies and stuff. And then they go on this trip to this one giant boulder. One of them falls and gets uh, stuck in a in a little like crevice. Yeah, he gets stuck in the crevice, and there's this whole tension. All these people are d- debating. The main character, Derek. Is so he's sort of the leader and he's trying to spearhead the rescue effort. There's a big, you know, like alpha male fight between Derek and Brad, who's like this, he's like the bad boy, and he's like, fuck it, leave him. Well, he's he's done for. And the guy that falls in, he's in pretty rough shape. Well, he wants to kill him. He's like, we should just kill him. Yeah, he kept repeating that he wanted to take him out of his misery. Yeah. But the movie is mostly these two bros fighting about this dude's life. Uh, it was a lot, a lot of that. It, I'd say a good, what, 30, 40 minutes was just those two guys yelling at each other? Yeah, yelling at each other about whether or not they should move on. 
they only had a, about another hundred feet to go. Granted, it was the most treacherous hundred feet of this rock, but at this point, they either stay behind, help help uh, help the fallen, or press on and succeed in their goal. Uh, that's all. That's all. I just don't have much more to say about this thing. Yeah, it know. was stupid because they had a tank full of gas the whole time, and nobody ever addressed that. They could have just gone and gotten help. Like, yeah, I mean, the stakes were like, if they left, they just wouldn't finish their climb. It was like ending a, a day of fishing because your friend is really hurt. Like, you should probably just do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've gone bouldering a few times, and I can definitely tell you there is a, a sense of achievement and accomplishment once you reach the peak. So I can definitely see getting halfway there is probably getting, getting blue bouldered. You know, you get halfway there, you don't reach the top. Whether or not your friend is in the crevice, you know they're adrenaline junkies. You got to make your time worth it. Yeah. Essentially, they're, they're they're drug addicts to this adrenaline, you know. And that. well, and you see that because the, that guy loses his shit, and I forget the the guy's name, and he and he kills the kid, and then those two get in a fight, and he pushes him off the rock, and basically everyone dies except for the one guy, uh, the main guy climbs to the top, right? But he yes. made it to the top, and I think that's all that matters sometimes. Yeah. It was an exploration of some pretty fucked up people. Um, but it was a fun watch, I have to say. It was fun. as a like over-the-top like drama and over-the-top characters. The first part was like a nice, the first half hour was like a nice fun stoner kind of comedy. And then it got pretty serious. I, uh, I give it a one. I give it a one. Really? Oh. Not quite worth your time there, Alex? It's not quite worth my time. I don't like guys yelling at each other. Two for me. I... Uh, enjoying the tension and the drama and just thought it was wild well not surprising that you give it a two being that it was your pick luke and alex i'm a little disappointed in you for giving it a one Mm -hmm. simply because i thought it was beautiful um the colorado setting i don't know if you've ever experienced it but in the right light it's quite incredible and they had the right light for sure so i'm I'm gonna give it a two for the beautiful cinematography that's true it was pretty to look at that's a two a two and a one that's a five Five right, let me put that up on the big boy board. Five points. Nice. Yep. Dry erase Five. this time, Luke. That Sharpie is still on there from last time. I'm using Google Docs today. Tech. High tech, big boy board. Yeah. All right. Today's 1-2 review is brought to you by UncleFinder.org. We here at 1-2 Review know how hard it is to lose an uncle. Never let that happen again. Uncle Finder and their new Uncle Chipping technology ensure that 99.97% of all chipped uncles never go lost. Just ask Uncle Chip. More info at unclefinder.org. We're going to move on to our next pick. This one. Yeah, Alex, you saw this one, right? French ties? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we all saw it, but I saw it first. Yeah, this was, this was my pick, the one that I found first and I watched it. Uh, so this is called French Ties, and it was, uh, it's, it's, okay, cool. So this was, this was, this is some Oscar stuff for sure. This is about a young uh, French, uh, French boy, a little, what are they called? What's a boy in France called? Either way, a little French boy. A Jim Albert. Uh, a Jim Albert. Jim Albert. <laughs> and um, and he's pen pals with uh, a, a man in America who works in a mine, like a miner, 
uh, in America, and they're friends, and they're friends for two, three years or something, and then the man is... Even though their friendship only consists of just pen, pen pals. Yeah, pen and paper, yeah, but, but they're friends, friends for a while. And it's through like a French program, like a French school program connected them. Uh, anyway, so they're pen pals for a bit, and it's super good for the guy. You can tell that it's really healthy for the guy. It's healthy for the kid. It's nice for these two different cultures to connect. Uh, but the guy is convicted uh, and are arrested uh, and then tried and convicted of murder. Uh, and then the French boy comes over to America, and uh, it's a whole thing. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Any thoughts from you guys? Well, yeah, French ties was um, pretty shocking. I wasn't expect to like the film as much as I did. I, um, I loved it. I loved this movie. I loved it as well. It was quiet, subtle, yet profoundly moving. Yeah. Um, so it starts, it starts with like, yeah, this, this, uh, this pen pal program and like their first letter. I like that. Like, so the boy writes the first letter and it's half in French and half not. But in, in the letter, there's a, a kind of French lesson on how to pronounce the stuff. It's just a really sweet letter. Like, um, it's really sweet. And it's what's also really sweet is the boy's curiosity in mining, which first draws him to become yeah, yeah, friends with the miner. They, yeah. they have this list of like potential people they can write to. And I missed how the guy got on the list. I didn't see how the guy got on there. Or like I didn't catch in the movie how any of the, the, the Americans were on the list. Yeah, it was strange. There are certain scenes where it appears he's actually writing to multiple boys all, all over the world, but it never really clarified if it was just specifically. Yeah, we got like from the French side how the program worked, but not from the... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is, it's cool when the guy first gets that first letter from the kid, he's all... He's coming... He's drunk. He's coming home from like a bender or whatever, and he finds this big pink letter in the mailbox, and he opens it, and like, yeah, I don't know. Just really sweet stuff, like good acting stuff. Yeah. Well, you guys aren't even talking about the big story behind this movie. Um, of course, it's Oscar material. I think it's an easy play, you know, as production goes. If you're just pulling on heartstrings, you get some hipster, artsy, you know, costumes and set. But we're not talking about the sex scandal that happened on set, the director taking advantage of the extras. Mm-hmm. We definitely didn't mention the... Um the elephant in the room here, which has been all over the internet recently, all over the message boards. I'm assuming that's what you're referring to, Luke. Yeah. So the director, this new up and coming guy, Mark Valdez, he mm-hmm. would take, he's takes hand selects, these gorgeous, hot, young 20 something girls. And he basically promises them all this, the, launching their career and, and he bangs them in his trailer. I don't know. I mean, ugh, yeah, it's a whole issue of like. Uh, yeah, he's definitely. I mean, these sleazy. people, these women are of age, uh, men and women actually, right? It was it was men too, um, but they're all of age, and you know it's questionable. But at the same time, they're all consenting adults, and like I don't know, man. The film is good, and the extras in it are good, and I gossip's don't know. gossip, and gossip sells tickets. So yeah, I think that's also what's really important. But he was peeing on them. He peed on all of the sections. I know, I know, but again, it's like if it's all consent, consensual or whatever. Yeah, I know, but it's gross yeah. for sure to be peeing on someone in a trailer. Well, these but. girls, a couple of them came out. They said they didn't want to be peed on. So, oh, I didn't know anything about that. I thought everything was consensual. No. It seemed like. Well, uh, here's the thing. What you're saying is. If that's what it takes to put out a good piece of art, like pissing on a few extras. I'm not saying that's what it takes. Yeah, okay. So that's what I'm saying is, where's the line? Uh, for me, it was consent. 
That, that's the line. <laughs> that is the actual line right there. Whether it's or not nice, you agree nice or you don't agree to being pissed on. That's yeah. the line. Yeah. Uh, so if they didn't want to, he crossed the line. But I don't know. I will agree with you on that one. Either way, I yeah. When the when the stuff first came out, I thought it was the little boy in the film that he was sleeping with or whatever. I was really worried about that. But the fact that it was like these older men and women extras is like I don't know. Whatever. This takes place in Hollywood, is that right? Yeah, yeah. The minor is in Hollywood. You guys are in L.A., which is close to Hollywood. We're in Beverly Hills, baby. Beverly Hills, baby. Yes, sir. Is um have oh. you have you guys consented to being peed on out there? Is that like a pretty common thing? I've never been peed on. That is a cool thing out here. It's just like uh, sexual taboo is a lot. People are just a lot more open with it. So it's like um, right out of the the gate is dating this this girl. And she's, hey, look, this isn't going to fly if, if you don't want to pee on me. And so I peed on her a little bit. Yeah. Consent goes both ways, though. Yeah. I told her I did not want to be peed on, but. Uh, you know, in the heat of the moment, she peed on me a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. So, so maybe these ladies and men feel the same. Anyway, all right. Just a little L.A. P.P. story. Yeah, enough about this P.P. Let's let's break this movie. <laughs> Anything else to say about it? Anything else to say about French ties? French ties. No, I hope it wins some Oscars. I have a feeling it will, despite the controversy. Yeah. Yeah. Immaculate guess... and safe. All right. Well, I give it a two. I loved it. I loved the end so much. But yeah. I'm going to give it a two as well, Alex. That's a big yeah. four from us. Luke, two, what can you add to us? Two. Like I said, it was great, but nothing groundbreaking here. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so guess, French ties. Definitely tie. worth your time. So that's a six for French ties. Six points. Update the Google Docs and refresh it, then send me a link twice. Once on and Slack, once on AOL Instant Messenger. And, and drop this. Skype me the Morris code for it, please. I'm not going to do any of that. Thanks. All right. Well, when we return from our sponsor break, we're going to be talking about uh, our next film. Mm-hmm. Omniboss.org. Who will sign your paycheck when your boss leaves? We here at Omniboss take filling your upper management position seriously. Our four higher bosses come highly trained in many varieties. CPR certified, Xerox certification level three, and Excel. You're hired with Omniboss.org. All right. Um, also, this week we're going to be talking about uh, the new film from Jarnis Mohavan, a pickleful, a pickle jar full of pennies, which is uh, a pretty riveting tale of the homeless family, the Rankles, as they start a roadside pickle business that takes off and eventually becomes an empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all got a chance to see this film. Is that right? Yes, I did see it. All right. Well, I was excited to see a pickle. Pickle jaw furled pennies after Alex once again called me in the middle of the night to tell me how great this film was. Um, yeah, I, I immediately I rushed it. out. Yeah, <laughs> I immediately rushed out the next morning and picked this uh, DVD up, which was a little harder to find than I was expecting. Um, but Pickle Jar Full of Pennies, quite the film. Alex, can you tell us why you were so excited about uh, so, all right, Pickle Jar Full of Pennies is a movie, it's an animated film about a homeless family. Uh, called the Rankles that start a roadside pickle business that kind of takes off and and becomes a an empire so to speak. Yeah, that's 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 about it. The the Rankle family is a uh, a father, um, a mother, and two little girls, and uh, they start they they uh, they have a little farm, a little tiny little cucumber farm, 
and they start turning them into pickles and selling them on the side of the street. Right, now you're leaving out a, a few important details. One of the main reasons this movie is animated in CGI is because the family themselves are pickles. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about a family of pickles that start selling pickles. That's a little weird. Now, wait, I, I was unclear mm-hmm. on that. Were they pickled or were they just cucumbers? Ooh, that's a good point. I think they were pickles. I think they were pickles, yeah. What? But they are, yeah, they're, they're dry. <laughs> Does a pickle have to be wet? Uh, no, pickle doesn't have to be wet. It is moister than just a regular cucumber, for sure. Yeah, I but think they were Grandpa wrinkled. Grandpa Wrinkle was pretty dry. <laughs> he was yep, wrinkled. he was super dry. He was He's a, all dusty. Yep, dusty and wrinkled. Wrinkled, wrinkle. The CGI was great, though, um, I might add. Never took me out of the film once. Super believable pickle, pickles. Photorealism CGI, which was incredible. Some of the best CGI I've ever seen, really. Uh, I Yeah, by the end of the film, Pickle People was not weird. It made sense. Which says a lot. Now, you know, we've heard this story a hundred times. You start a small business and it becomes insanely successful and you don't know what to do with all your power once you've accumulated such an empire. The film takes a few dark turns towards the end. Well, because, yeah, they make, of course, what you do with that money is you make a pickle amusement park, right? So, of course, they do that. Uh, and then you, uh, and then, and then stuff just, yeah, stuff gets corrupt, right? The dad gets a little corrupt by all that pickle money. Exactly. Um, where once he was simply trying to get enough money to save Grandpa Rankle, once he accumulated that, he kept going and lived out his childhood fantasy of building said pickle amusement park where things unfortunately weren't up to safety standards and we lost a Shoddy. few lives. Yeah. Uh, and we lose one of the daughters. We lose Vanessa Rankle, uh, the younger of the pickle daughters. Uh, she is decapitated uh, by the roller coaster at the pickle amusement park. This, this of course, sends um, our star of the film, Edward Rankle. In a downward spiral, he starts questioning his life and choices he made and what brought him to this point. Mm -hmm. Until he finds the Cabbage God, who is uh, played or voiced by um, Chris Helmsworth. And the Cabbage God comes down and kind of teaches him. It's a little bit like a uh, It's a Wonderful Life or a Christmas Carol. Teaches him kind of some lessons. Reminds him about his daughter's decapitation. Yeah, set in the amusement park, which is a nice touch. They start riding the amusement rides and then... They reenact scenes of his life and other choices he could have made. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he kind of figures it out. He realizes he's been super shitty to uh, uh, Kathy Rankle, Mrs. Pickle, so to speak. Uh, fixes that relationship. And then it's kind of happy ending with the, the, the three remaining Rankles. Because uh, Grandpa passes away in the middle of the film during uh, the dad's bender. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy who wrote this is, um, you guys don't, know know this he's in an insane asylum now really really yeah he lost what his happened? mind writing this movie kind of makes sense i guess kind of makes sense yeah. yeah there was a shift turn towards the end there of that film yeah so right now he's there you know he's nuts he he um he's like a biter he bites people and so that's why they had to lock him up um so he just sits in a cell and writes pickle movies. He's written like uh, 4,000. Oh, wow. So we should expect some sequels. <laughs> uh, I hope not. I don't know. This was just too weird. 
why it, it seemed like it was supposed to be um it should have been a kids movie but uh, it was very much not a kids movie yeah pickle rankle it's all funny stuff and uh, until somebody loses their head on a roller coaster and they're addressing like serious it, like corruption and, and and like the drunken abuse when he's like hitting the wife yeah it's a little much yeah yeah a much and it's a i don't know i liked it though it was weird i really liked it i give it i give it two i'm gonna give it two a from two alex yeah. luke what are your thoughts uh it's uh it's unfortunate that the, this guy it's I don't know. I give it a two, like just face value for the movie being a movie. But the fact that it's tied to this crazy biter guy and the, it's just, I don't Has know. Has he it's hurt anyone? So like actually, how bad like is his bitey? He bit his sister and um, bit her finger off. And that was like the final oh, God. straw that put huh. him in the insane asylum. Because she was like, no, no, he's okay. He's okay. He's just, he's just, um, cra- he's crazy. But, you know, huh. I... Well, I wonder just about the the fact that they're pickles and they're like selling pickles to be eaten and stuff. Like that's a little bit cannibalistic. I don't know. Yeah. I just wonder if oh, spiders in there somewhere. Definitely. You know? Yeah. There's. I don't know. It's people are just meat to a biter. Yeah. He didn't actually eat her finger. He just bit it off, and spit it out. Oh, okay. All right. Do you know that for a fact? Yeah. Yeah. They said that in oh. the news story. She's okay. They, they sewed the finger back on, and she's okay. But that was the end of him, you know, being a part of regular society. Huh. Um, so I don't know, just great, a, crazy, yeah, two. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll give that a two as well. A six. Oh my gosh! Great. Everyone check out Pickles Jar Full of Six points. I guess so. See. That's our highest rated film so far this year. I think so. That's the best film we've had. <laughs> All right, that's great. Six <laughs> points on the bead. Beep, beep, beep. The big boy board. Speaking of uh, psychopaths and insane asylum, any updates on that guy running around your neighborhood? What's up with that? He he, he was just here a minute ago. But I you guys s- lost sight of him? I mean, we only have, you know, our two windows, so we can only see so much. Um, I'm pretty sure I just saw him drive his car around and park around the corner. Um, so... I'm having What's type of car? Oh, wait, is no. Like here a... he's coming. He's coming. He's coming down. He's got like, uh, looks like I don't a rake. See him yet. Luke has a different window. Oh, he's got yeah, a rake in his hand, and he looks kind of he's crazy. up into a tree. Is he like a gardener? No, he's like a he's like a hippy yeah, dippy guy. guy. He's like a grunge guy. Yeah, and he's looking up the tree, and he's holding a rake, like a leaf rake. Huh. Okay, there's okay. a squirrel up there that he's trying to get at. He's talking to it, I think. Okay, he's, get, he's getting mad at this squirrel. He's like poking. He's trying he's to trying poke. to reach into the tree with the. Yeah, everybody knows the squirrel is just gonna win that because they're so much faster. He can't even get it to it. I don't know. Okay, he's just doing. That's what he's doing right now. He's just yelling at a squirrel. Anyway, all right. Keep an eye on him. <laughs> you know, right. we have a very watchful neighborhood. I know in like New York, people don't value you know each other in their neighborhood. They just stare at the sidewalk. But here, we talk to each other and keep an eye on shit. So, yeah, that's true. I've heard that. Yep. Yep. yep All right. Yep. All right. Should we talk about the next uh, movie? We man, we had some good ones. We had some good ones last week. We had some 
couple downers. Yeah, a couple stinkers. And uh, yeah, we did see a lot of good movies this week. It was a busy week. I know we watched a lot of movies, but um, this was one that I know I was eager to see after Luke recommended it, and then as soon as I saw it, then I of course told Alex about it, and then Alex, funnily enough, told Luke, and Luke was like, "Yeah, I know. I already saw it. It's great." I told Brandon, and he told me that story. And then I told that to Alex, and we all had a big laugh. And I think it kept going after that, but. Yeah, we kept telling each, each other stuff. It was pretty funny. Over As we continue to do, yeah. we keep talking. In a conversational manner. A Bee Never Stinks Twice. This was a foreign film, um, mm-hmm. subtitled. Australian about, flick with subtitles because yes. they've got super thick accents. Crazy exactly. Very hard Australia. to understand them. Really thankful for the subtitles. This takes place in a little Australian town, like way in the south, that I'd never even heard of. Was it Doldaney? Doldaney, Australia. Australia. Uh, This is a story of two bee farmers that get together in the wilds of Australia to harvest the first bees and bring bees back to that area of Australia. In the Mm -hmm. process of doing so, these two fall in love. Mm -hmm. Because this is, uh, I guess that that town is where colony collapse disorder, in in real life, that is where colony collapse disorder is like traced to starting or whatever. And so they, so, so this is like, they're scientists. I mean, they're not just like farmers. They're a little more scientific than that. They're kind of apiarists or whatever, bee, bee people that are trying to bring the bees back to this region because they figure if they can bring it back there, maybe, I don't know, they can fix the <clears throat> whole thing. Well, you guys might not know this about me, but I'm a bee expert as well. And hmm. uh, Australia has a like pretty incredible um, range of bees. They have over 1,500 species. Hmm. And... Um, they actually have 10 species that don't sting. Mm-hmm. That's all. What What do those bees do that don't sting? Oh, they just, they, they do bee life stuff. They just annoy, <laughs> yeah. they just annoy people. They don't sting you. They're, like, They're pacifists. Stinging is not the main part of what a bee does. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> not the defining characteristic. No, Brandon, you're thinking about wasps. Wasps are the asshole bug gotcha. of the stinging flying I guess so, yeah. The bee is just a bonus. Like, when you corner him, he'll shoot you. Yeah, yeah. Bees protect their hive. That's what they do with their stinger. Mm -hmm. They also make honey, which is another big part of this film. Um, Yep. And there is a a sex scene that involves quite a bit of honey. Quite Quite a bit of honey. Quite a bit of honey. And it's Australian, so it's kind of hardcore. Oh, it's a yeah. little hardcore, he, um, like more sexual than I am used to as an American. Yeah, a lot of bush, a lot of bush, and he. It's funny how she's like, they have all these different custom special honeys, and she's like, grab the regular one. He's like, no, get the get that very rare. Oh, they get the antique, yeah, the, the rare antique, antique honey, and because this is going from, down for from real before the collapse. And yeah, they she, use the antique honey before the bee collapse. There. Yeah, she pours it on her chest, and it just gets. It's just too gross. Like, why are they showing us this? It just looks so sticky. It looked like <laughs> so sticky. Like, uh, but they kind of liked fun. it. They were into the sticky. Yeah, she's even like, it's so sticky, it's so sticky. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. It was hot, though. It was hot, I got to say. Sticky, but hot. Hot in multiple senses of the word. It is in Africa. It did take place outside, and then they were rolling around in the dirt, covered in honey. It was extremely No, it was in messy. Australia. Yeah, yeah. I, he meant Australia. What did I say? Africa. Africa. 
Yeah. Africa, Australia. Not the same, but you get a pass. <laughs> Brandon's a good geography denier. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nah, there's just one thing over there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was hot. I mean, Australia's hot too, though. So I can see the confusion yeah, yeah. there. That's it. He, it, was, it looks. It looks. It's just not here. It's just not New York. Anything that's not in New York. Yeah. Granted. Yeah. You know, and that's it's not New York. And to be fair, that's that's an LA thing too. Like, if it's not West Coast, just shut up and stop talking to me about it. Like, I don't want to hear about Ohio. Go away. Oh shit! The squirrel came down. The guy's chasing the squirrel on the ground now. Oh my god, what's going on? He's on the ground? Yeah, he he's dropped the rake and now he's like... He's crawling around. Oh, it looks like the squirrel went into the like base of the tree. And now the guy is on all fours. He's screaming. his head yeah. into a hole in the tree. It looks like he kind of just gave up with his head in this tree. Insane. You should yell something out the window. I don't want to. Offer wanna... some moral support. Oh. No, I'm not interacting with that. No. To the then, squirrel, not to the guy. <laughs> you might come over here, and I don't want that. Uh, What's the worst that's going to happen? He's okay. Chase you you know rig. what? Mike, our neighbor, is this cool volleyball coach guy. He's, it looks like he's calling the cops. He's on the phone. So we'll see. Why is he calling the cops? Yeah, seems outrageous. He, he's probably just talking to somebody on the phone. No. He's very serious. He does have a look of seriousness. He's, I don't know. Maybe this guy's been doing stuff to him. I have no idea. He, he he regulates this neighborhood, basically. And so whatever he's doing, he's got a reason for it. Uh, oh, they're interacting now. This guy noticed. They're talking. All right. Well, yeah. keep me updated. Let's not get too distracted. Oh, what, but they're uh, yelling at each other, Brandon. It's so interesting. Uh, all right. Anyway. All right. Can cool, you, cool. Can you hear what they're saying? No. No, he's telling him. He's telling him. He's he's telling him that he's calling the cops, and he better get out of there. All right. It looks like the guy's leaving. Oh. Yeah, guy's leaving. Huh. He's leaving, but he's okay. He's not getting in his car. He's just walked past his car. So. He's just walking away. Huh. All right. Uh, more more movies. We need to give our scores for a bee never stinks twice. Oh yes, a bee never stinks what, twice. Um, I really like to be never stinks twice. Too sticky. Too stick. What, Luke? What do Too you think? Sticky. Um, I don't know. It was kind of whatever. One. Take it or leave it. Right. I'll give it a two. I think I found a new uh, fetish. I'm going to be bringing up. <laughs> so that's a. F- Wait, are you going to try uh, out four. honey sex? If I can find the right antique honey, I will definitely be trying out honey sex. Okay. Uh, it's expensive, man. But uh I mean, that's where you want to that's where you want to start is is like opulence and uh, you know, luxury honey. Just get that local honey. Get that just I don't know, man. I hear local local honey sex is good for like allergies and stuff. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, what, okay, so that was a four. That was a four. Put that on the big board. Four points. All right, we got okay. a problem. Well, I don't know what's happening here because we're at 21 points. Already? Yeah. Then we're done. Then we're done. <laughs> then we're done. That's great. That's surprising. Or is that is that right? Yeah, five yeah, and we're two done. sixes and four. We're at 21. That was easy. Easy day in the old review 
mine shafts. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. Let's hear right. a word from our sponsor. Baseball. This week's one-two review is brought to you by Baseball. All right. All right. I used to play with my dad. Back to nostalgias. All right. Cool. That's it. Thanks. Thanks. And you're welcome, Alex. Thanks again to everyone for listening to another episode of One Two Review. Be sure to check out episode three, where we review Police Machine, Fakal, A Thousand Orbs, and an animated Doe movie that your kids might hate. Once again, this is Luke, the strip club DJ, on behalf of Alex and Brandon, the party provider, saying have a great week, and it's okay to peak. We'll see you later.